I started coming to Meadow Park when I was in seventh grade, I believe, um, with my family and I went through youth and everything. I started dating Christina and was kind of between churches at the moment anyway, so I started coming with her and never left. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the biggest thing for us has been the conversation of giving. For me, giving has always been something that's been in the back of my mind. You should be giving, you should be giving, you should be giving. But it was a small voice and easy to ignore. And it was always easy to rationalize. Well, we have four kids, one income, things are tight. I, I would love to give, but maybe next year things will be a little less tight. We can do more. So we gave time, we gave energy, but we weren't giving the way I knew deep down we should be. And then the Renew Initiative started and that voice got a little louder, a um, little bit harder to ignore. And it seemed like every week that was the case. It just got a little louder and a little bit more. And I thought I was alone in that. I didn't say anything because I didn't know that we could do it. I was, I was nervous. We had a conversation about what that looked like for us as people that haven't been giving and we talked about it and we decided that we were going to not only give to renew but we were going to start consistently tithing to the church um, and it felt like a really really big step. A couple of days later after that conversation I was working and Christina called me and I answered and she said you know I, I think our number is too low and as soon as she said that a number popped into my head that was a little higher than what we talked about and way more scary. And she said, I think we can do the exact number that popped into my head. And I thought, okay, well, all right, God, I hear you. I, I hear you. As soon as we made the decision to give sacrificially, not just, you know, a little off the top that wasn't really gonna a challenge or a struggle, but to give sacrificially, um, it reminded me of Jesus calming the storm because the turbulence in my mind didn't fade, it didn't slowly drift away, it stopped. And it was like uh, there's this sense of clarity and purpose um, that just, and calmness that just took over and I knew that I'd made the right decision, um, that we had made the right decision. Every, every once in a while when we think about it or have to talk about how much money we're going to spend coming up, um, I get a little, still that little nugget of anxiety, but it goes away because I'm at peace with our decision and I know that God has got this and is going to do amazing things with our sacrifice. <clears throat> My name is Erin Green, and I am a Meadow Park Children's Center employee, and I have been brought to the church side by the Keatings, by Morgan and Courtney. I was brought up Catholic, which is a great religion, but I went to church every Sunday, did the same thing. I didn't feel like I got anything out of Mass. 
and I came on, I think it was Easter, when they were doing baptisms, which I'd never experienced before, and there were little blowhorns, and kind of was very intimidating to me. The lady kept trying very nicely to hand me a blowhorn, and I just, I couldn't handle that yet. But we'll see, maybe I can hold one this time, we'll see. So here, I feel like it's like a family. There are people I've never met in my life that walk up and say, good morning, we're glad you're here, which is a sense of belonging, which I didn't always feel like I had a connection. It actually makes me a much more positive person. I try hard to be a positive person, but you know, things get you down. But when you walk in the door and someone is there greeting you, telling you how happy they are you're here today, you realize you made the right choice, getting up, getting dressed, coming to church. I mean, during the, so far not 50 quite days yet, but the renewal, I have been doing my own spiritual journey of trying to better myself. Um, I went through a really messy divorce several years ago. Um, so I decided that for my benefit, to be able to move forward and to move on, I called my ex-husband and I apologized to him for my part in the divorce and the failing of the marriage. And then in turn, I forgave him for his part in the failing of the marriage and the divorce, which was a big weight lifted off my shoulders. I feel like the burden is gone. I don't hold hostility. I don't dread if we're in the same room any longer. I don't, you know, hold all this negative energy towards him. I just feel like I need to go for myself and move forward spiritually and physically and emotionally. Where have I seen God move me the most? It would be just the wanting to dive deeper into the Bible, the understanding of the readings. And I feel like the more I work on it, the more I can see him pushing me to trust, to be a little bit better, to accept things that I cannot change, and move forward. Well, today is an exciting day, isn't it? Can we just celebrate those stories that were shared just a bit ago? Thank you, McCain's, and thank you, Aaron, for sharing such a powerful story of how God has moved in and through your lives. I'm excited to be celebrating alongside all of you today. We're going to be celebrating baptisms in a bit, but I've got a special friend here that I want to be able to share their story of what they've been seeing and feeling God move in their heart during this time. So Dan Baird, you mind coming up, bud? Let's go. Good morning. Uh, so today is exciting. Today is really exciting, and I am so grateful. Uh, I look back over the past few years here, and it's been, it's been tough. Uh, but I've been able to witness God working so much, so much in the people that I've been uh, lucky enough to develop relationships with. Um, <clears throat> and it's clear. It's clear that God is definitely at work here. And, you know, when we were uh, talking about the history of this building, of this church, uh, I got to thinking. And I started thinking about 
you know, the people that were involved in investing in, in that heeded God's call to plant this church and to expand, and then the people that were called to pay off the building. You know, and my family, we weren't here uh, to be a part of the planting or, or the expansions of the building. Uh, we, when we first started coming here, we were looking for child care. Child care for our kids who are now much older and no longer need that care. But uh, <clears throat> it's because of those people that God provided a place for that. It is because of those people that we found a home. And it's through the relationships that we were able to find here that we were able to find restoration and healing. And it's crazy because, like, I, I don't even know who all was involved in that. I don't know their names. I don't know anything about them, really. I mean, I'm sure that I know some of you were involved here, uh, but I don't know that, that you are the person that were involved in that. And, and God, through you, has played a huge role in my life, had a huge impact in the relationships that I have with my wife, with my friends, with my family. I, the, the one thing that kind of has been sticking in my head throughout this whole thing is Mark, uh, I don't know if he got it from somewhere else or, or what, but uh, the idea of what God can do with, with my not enough you know, when I bring my not enough to God, God feeds thousands. God saves lives. God heals relationships. When we follow God's call, God is able to take that and extend that beyond anything that we could even ask or imagine. And the thing that, that's kind of been most exciting for me in this whole initiative is that right now, now it's our turn. God is calling us. God is calling us to be a part of what he is doing right now. And it is much bigger than parking lots and, and carpet and paint. God is asking us to be a part of what he is doing. So that people that we might not even meet, that we may never know, can find a home, can find healing and restoration. And can find a new life in Jesus Christ. And we get to be a part of that, and that is exciting. We have 18 people. It's nuts. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thanks, Dan.
Hey, as we continue to celebrate, I want to take a moment and pause and pray and thank God for everything that he's been doing in and through this season. So would you join me in prayer this morning? God, we thank you for this opportunity to hear how you've been moving and stirring in the hearts of your people here at Meadow Park and beyond. God, the impact from generation to generation to generation to generation. God, of your goodness and your provision, being able to hear about people's lives being reconciled to you, relationships being restored, and all the other ways in between, God, that you've been moving. We thank you. And today, God, we want to continue to celebrate what you're doing in the hearts of, of these individuals who are getting baptized. And we also want to celebrate what you've been doing to the generosity of each person here. And so, God, would you continue to move and stir in us and to help us to never take this day, to take these moments for granted. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And we pray all this in Jesus' holy and precious and powerful name. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to invite Roger to share a little bit. You all set? All right. This is where Pastor Mark would typically come out and um, share. And uh, right up until this morning, he was prepared to do that and uh, came down ill. Um, and if you know Mark, you know that it's going to take a lot to keep him from being here today. But he, you know, So he tested positive for COVID, and so he's not able to be here today. And uh, he wanted me to share with you, first of all, uh, his disappointment, obviously, with not being able to be here. Was supposed to dis uh, supposed to baptize two of his daughters this morning, and uh, of course, uh, just the excitement uh, that he brings and the leader. I, I don't know. I, I've been in ministry a long time. I don't know if you've been through building initiatives before. They are not easy at all. It's not easy to get people to to get on board and give, and especially when you're renovating a, an existing building as opposed to building a new building. That's that's hard to do. And uh, Pastor Mark. First of all, as someone who has been here and worked with him the entire time that he's here, let me just say, we have a great leader in Pastor Mark. We really do. And, uh, and so I know it's killing him right now. I'm sure he's watching online, probably has a pad of paper and a pen. He's writing things down right now that I'm doing wrong. <clears throat> and by the way, just as an aside, many of you have asked why I've been here 10 years and never preached, so here you go. <clears throat> For better or worse, this is it. <clears throat> but I just, I just wanted to share uh, his heart because he wanted to be here and wants, wanted to be a part of this celebration. I wish he could be here and look around and see how full this building is and how exciting this is. And, uh, but I just want to share a few thoughts from him and from all of our staff with you as we get ready to transition into what I think is the most exciting part of any type of renewal, and that is witnessing people who stand up publicly and confess their faith in Jesus Christ today, and it is going to be so awesome when we see that in a few minutes. You know, we started back uh, 50 days ago in this 50-day journey with a, with a scripture out of Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, and we're going to put it on the screen. And we've, we've been reading it together, so I think that would be good for us to do again this morning. So if you would read that with me, uh, let's, let's do that. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness 
and streams in the wasteland. That is an exciting verse, and I, I thought, honestly, I would get tired of it. We've said it so many times, read it so many times, but every time I read it, I feel more energized. It's exciting. God is doing a new thing. And you know what? God's going to do a new thing whether we decide to get involved or not. We're not a limitation to God. We can be a limitation to ourselves if we choose not to be involved at the extent that he calls us to and gives us the opportunity to. But God's going to do a new thing. Once he chooses to do it, it's going to get done. And so I don't know about you, but I'm excited to be a part of it and be right in the middle of it today. As we're ending our 50-day spiritual renewal, we've talked about renewing our hearts. We've talked about renewing our passion for the lost. And we've talked about renewing our church inside and out. And um, I am excited to share with you today, after the 50 days, what our uh, pledged commitment total is for our next three years. And let me just say, I am just flabbergasted. I'm so excited. And so I thought it would be cool. I asked Kyle, our drummer, (laughs) if he would give us a little drum roll as we get ready to reveal the numbers. So if you would, please, sir. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? Over the next three years, you have pledged $777,265. Is that awesome or what? Yeah, let's give God a hand. Let's lift him up because he's the one who's going to take it and make it happen. That is so cool. That is so cool. That's going to take a while to clean up. We want to say thank you. First of all, well, we want to thank all of you. Our pastors, uh, our pastors and staff have just worked endlessly, and um, they do that anyway. That's not anything uh, specific to just the last 50 days. Our, our staff, uh, we, we are so proud of, of all of our pastors, all of our directors, our coordinators, everybody that makes this place uh, go every week. We are so proud, and thank you for their support and their hard work. And I also want to say thank you to our council and the pledges that they made and our leaders, our our former council members who stepped up and uh, put the first pledges in, pledged over $350,000 just from current and former leaders. That is so exciting. And I want to say to you longtime members, you've stuck it out. You've adapted. You've changed. Sometimes it wasn't easy. I don't care how old you are. It's never easy to change. But thank you. Not only have you stuck it out and carried this church through in a big way in the past, but you stepped up in a big way during this Renew Initiative. And so we thank you for that. We thank you. That does not go unnoticed, and we want you to know that today. Yeah. To you that are newer and younger to our church, we want to thank you for your uh, part that you played as well. I, I, I couldn't believe how many people came up and said, man, we've not been here very long, but we can't help but be excited and want to be a part of what's happening. And now it's time for you to move from the sidelines and help us carry the torch forward, and we're excited about that today. You're finding places to serve. You're starting to give financially. Were those two testimonies not just super powerful? Wow, I was just overwhelmed the first time that, that Kyle played those for me. I, I have to admit, I cried a little bit. I was so touched uh, by people who are stepping out in faith and saying, we're going to serve. We're going to do what God's asking us to do. And then to everybody, coming ready to worship every Sunday. 
I can't tell you how exciting it is to come out every week and look out and see you worshiping together and to hear you. I, sometimes I sneak my, I, I wear these little ear things because I got to be able to hear what I'm doing. Sometimes I sneak one out, and man, it's just great to hear voices coming back at you, worshiping together. I have to tell you, that was really hard during COVID, all the masks. I, was, I had to trust that everybody was singing because we couldn't hear, see anything. We couldn't see your mouths, and we couldn't hear anything. We got to tell you, it's exciting when voices are raised up to the Lord, and we just blow the roof off of this place in worship, and I hope that we will continue to do that. You get the mission, and you get the purpose, but it's not just for us. And I'm so glad that Dan, what Dan said about the, the Children's Center and the, the lives that we get to impact there. There are, there are hundreds of kids, most of which have no connection to this church other than the fact that they're in our Children's Center every single day. And we have some teachers that are here in our, from our Children's Center. We don't take for granted the opportunity that we have to touch those lives. We probably spend more time with them when they're awake than their parents do. And that is a, that's a huge responsibility that we have to share and live out Jesus every single day for them. And so I'm thankful for them. We're looking forward to renovating that. It is way past long overdue. And we're, so we're looking forward to that. Those of you who serve in our youth ministries and our children's ministries, and we're looking forward to renovating those areas. We sent over 30 kids to OSYC last week, and we've got all kinds of kids upstairs right now just jumping around and praising and worshiping God, and we have a great staff there, and we're going to be renovating up there as well. Our, our, our worship center here, this will be our first phase, and we'll be starting on that right after the first of the year. I'm so excited about what God's going to do there, and I don't know if you noticed, but the carpet's a little worn. And the pews are starting to fall apart, and so it's time to make a move there. So what does God want to do in you? Over the last 50 days, it's been much more than just about a building. The building's exciting. We're looking forward to that. But what has God been doing in your heart? What has God been saying to you? What has, where has God been challenging you? Where has God been renewing you? I want to tell you, he's been renewing me in a lot of ways. I've learned a lot over the last 50 days. It was so cool coming in here on Tuesdays, and I know many of you uh, prayed and fasted lunch on Tuesdays where you were at, whether you're at work or at home. We had some that came here and met in the, in the worship center every single week, and we had light music pray, playing, and we were praying, and God was just speaking, and he moves in such a great way. I'm so thankful for that opportunity. But today, we come to celebrate the greatest renewal and I don't know if you noticed, we had to go out and get a second baptistry. Well, I guess we didn't have to, but moving 18 people in and out of one was going to be kind of slow. So we're going to try to speed it up a little bit. But I'll tell you, it's a blessing to know that we had to go out and get a second baptistry. Isn't that awesome? So I want to invite Pastor Diane to come up. And Pastor Diane has uh, worked so hard to, she, she has uh, coordinated directly or indirectly with all of the baptism candidates and has put all of this together. She's our connections pastor. She's over all of our small groups uh, and, and other things that we ask her to do that's not part of her job description, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I want to turn it over to her, and she's just going to share for a couple of minutes, and then we're going we're gonna to witness some baptisms. <laughs> Can you just thank God for Roger right now? Just, I mean, he's, yeah love Roger, and we thank God for everything that he is doing and has done and is doing and will be doing. We're so excited. Um, we had the confetti cannons that went off. We've been spending the last 50 days in prayer for renewal for our church, 
but we've also been spending 50 days in prayer for spiritual renewal to see what God is stirring in our hearts, not just our church um, collectively, but in our hearts as well. And we have 18 people that God has stirred in their heart and they have um, responded to him by taking a step in faith and baptism today. So we are so excited to be here um, for them. And I tell them, you know, you know, to get up in front of people, sometimes they say that's the scariest thing in the world is to stand up here in front of you all. But I said, you're not scary at all. You're not scary at all. Um, and I said, everybody is cheering for you and supporting you and here to love. And, you know, if people that are watching online, and I just want to say, I know Pastor Mark is watching. I know his heart is breaking that he is not here. He loves this church. He loves you. He loves each person that is going to be baptized today. And I know that he is just wanting to be here so badly. So I just want to um, kind of double on what Roger has said and let you know that um, speaking for him, I know that his heart is here. And I wanted to invite you just to take a moment. Maybe you came in early. Um, surprise. Maybe you came into the service early. <laughs> but take a moment. Just look around because this room is filled almost to capacity. It's almost standing room only, which is really exciting. Yes. Yes. And hopefully you all got one of these as you came in. And I'll explain what we do with that in just a minute. But <laughs> blow it. There we go. All right. I was afraid of that. <laughs> I just blindly went where the, I was led there. Um, but, um, I just want to share a scripture with you. I want to, um, our scripture in Isaiah, you know, if you think of this in terms of baptism, we've been thinking of it in terms of renewal and the renewal that comes through baptism. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And then in 2 Corinthians, it says that anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Everything old has passed away and all things have become new. And when we are baptized here at Meadow Park, we have shirts that say all in. And that all in is kind of um, lets us know that we baptize by immersion. So when you're all in, you go all in and come back out. But it also says you're taking this step of faith to go all in to declare Christ as your Savior and your Lord, and to go all in in your commitment to follow him. And so that's what we are celebrating today. That's what we are um, so excited for, for these candidates. And so as we follow, um, as, they, as the candidates today follow Jesus' example of immersion, and they go all in, we want to go all in and celebrate with them and be praying for them. And so your little noisemaker there can be used throughout the baptisms, as someone is baptized and they come out, please celebrate um, with them. We've told them that you're going to be celebrating. And you know, we celebrate here, but the scripture tells us that there's a party going on in heaven. So if you're in church and you're like, wait, is this okay to have a party? Yes, it is, because scripture says the angels are celebrating in heaven when something like this happens. So we're just joining them as we party together. So I am going to um, call our candidates forward. Because we have 18, we want them to be able to share a little bit of their 
um, story. I'm going to have nine come forward first, and then they're going to go back down, and then the other nine come forward and share their story. So as I read your names, if you just want to come up here and join me and just come straight across this whole platform, Haley Stewart, Jordan Yaki, Anaya Krenz, Annika Krenz, come on up, Adele Neely, Jared Ferguson, Edgar Grant, Sarah Grant, and Christina McKean. And come, Haley, come, Sarah Grant. You okay to go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, and Haley's going to go first and just kind of pass the mic just down the row there. Hi, um, I'm Haley. Whoop. Sorry, that was my mistake. Ooh. You have to be smarter than the microphone. That's my mistake. <laughs> Hi, I'm Haley. Um, I already knew I was a child of God, but I didn't really feel it. Um, and I started taking me to 45 group, and I started to pray more, and I went to service. I knew I let Jesus in, and I now realize he has my back, and my life has been so much better with God. I have a better relationship with my friends, and I want to thank them, but mostly Tim, Shannon, and Christina. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them, but I also knew I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my grandma, my mom, and my uncle. I also started to have more hope that my life is going to be so much better, so I'm here today because I want to be fully committed to Jesus and show my love for him to you all, and I'm ready, and my family is here today, and I can't be more happy. Hi, I'm Jordan Yaki, and since I was a baby, I've grown up in the church here at Meadow Park. I don't remember a time without knowing Jesus. Thankfully, I've been raised in an amazing Christian home, and I have learned the word of Christ from an early age. I'd had the support of my family my whole life, but I felt I still need to grow more in my faith. Over the years, God has used many things to grow my faith. One of the things he has used is my friendships with other Christians here at church. Also, being a part of Park Kids 4-5 group has helped me understand God's word and introduced me to other kids my age going through similar things in faith. This past summer, I got to go to a Christian camp with some of my friends from this church, and that helped steer me in the path of baptism. This past couple of years, I've gone through some hard struggles, but God has directed me on the right path and stood by my side. He's helped me overcome challenges and learn more about him. Today, in front of my family, friends, and church congregation, I want to publicly proclaim that I'm a follower of Christ and that I'm all in. I can't wait for this amazing milestone in my life that will change me forever. Woo! Hi, I'm Anai Krenz, and I was born into a Christian home. All of my mom's side of the family and dad's side of the family are Christian. Uh, family are Christians. They are huge believers, and so I wanted to show them I can love God as much as they can. So I listened hard when my dad was preaching and did all the park kids' activities. I thought to myself I was on a roll with this, but then I realized that being a Christian isn't a goal to believe in God. It's to ha have faith in him and love him. When the, when the pandemic hit, I was scared, but God told me not to be afraid, and I just and I just to trust him. There were now two services, so I went to Park Kids and went to watch my dad preach. And that helped me understand God more and have a lot more faith in him. One year later, I thought that I was ready to be baptized, but God told me that I wasn't. I learned more about him and prayed more. God was working in and through me. I was just so amazed of what God can do in people's lives. One random Sunday morning, worship started. I love to worship. It's one of my favorite things. But this worship was different. It felt more meaningful to me. It was the best feeling ever. 
That's when I knew I was ready to get baptized, and that's when I knew I wanted to take that step in faith. Following God helps me make better decisions and share my faith with my friends. I know that God helps me get through my challenges and be braver. Getting open in front of all of you takes all my, uh, all my courage. Jesus showed me that I don't have to rush the process of faith, and I can grow at my own pace. I'm glad to share my story with you guys. Woo! Good job. Hi, I'm Monica Krenz. In my whole life, I have had two caring parents and super cool sisters, and the church has been with me through it all. My relationship with God began when I started thinking deeper about who God is and what he's calling me to do. To do. I understood who God was for others, but I didn't know for myself. I didn't know what my faith was. It had always been someone else's. I had to find out what it meant for me, that I wasn't copying off my friends or family. I also realized that I don't need to have it all figured out right now to get baptized. I can still not understand everything and ask questions. He has always been there for me and I'm excited for the next step. I've given my life to him and I'm saying it publicly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not done. My whole life has been changed by God because I see him in the little things. Like when Anaya is so happy she grins ear to ear. Or when mom is amazed at a breathtaking flower. Even being able to wave at a friend in the hallway, I see beauty in all circumstances because of him. If I ever feel down or I'm just having a bad day, I know he's always there looking at me and telling me to smile. When I see a friend or sister give their life to him, I know he's there. In middle school, I realized my friends were doing and saying things I did not agree with. I was in this internal battle trying to figure out the way I should go. I had a lot of time with God talking about it and my parents. I decided to change friend groups and do the right thing God wanted me to do. It was one of the hardest things I have ever done, but so worth it. He's given me joy in the hard times and triumphs through the challenges. I know he will always be there with, for, with me and loves me unconditionally. He helps me defeat giants. This is what he's done for me and is still doing. This is why I'm getting baptized today. Um, I'm Adele, and I don't remember a time when Jesus wasn't in my life. I made the decision to follow him when I was in second grade. I'm thankful that the Lord has been with me in my tough times through my life, and I know that he has a plan for me to fulfill, even though it might not always be easy. I've grown closer to God as I've gotten older and since going to OSYC with my youth group, and I'm ready to share my love for God with the world. Yay. Part of why I'm being able to get baptized today is because of the continued faith of people in my life. My wife standing right next to me, my parents who are watching from Georgia, my in-laws who are right there with my oldest son, Eddie, um, and my small group um, have, have helped me over the past 20 years um, along my faith journey. Um, there's been many ups and downs, um, but God has always provided and been faithful. It's way too long to share here, but if you're interested, we can have a conversation and talk about it. And ultimately, that's why I'm getting baptized. I'm putting my faith and hope fully in Jesus, since anything else will fall short. One, one more thing that kind of galvanized my uh, desire to be baptized was a couple weeks ago, I was, um, woke up really early in the morning, about 5 a.m. I was really having a lot of anxiety. I went downstairs uh, and prayed to God to just transform me. Not to transform the circumstances outside, but to transform me um, and to bring me closer to him. 
Hi, I'm Sarah. Can I say ditto? <laughs> Sorry, this is terrifying for me. Um, uh, we started coming to Meadow Park about 10 years ago. I was pregnant with our oldest, Eddie, and now our other two kids are here. Um, I wanted to be baptized to renew my faith in Jesus. I was baptized, um, it was 12 or 13 at the church I grew up in, and um, you know, like many teenagers, did my own thing instead of following Jesus, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for my family for watching from Georgia, my parents being here, small group, thank you for challenging me, challenging me and uh, being great friends. I got, I saw I have something funny to share about the shirts. My five-year-old read it this morning, and he goes, who's Alan? <laughs> so, so we're going, Alan. Hi, I'm Christina McCain, and I rewrote my story this morning sitting here, so bear with me. Um, I have had an up-and-down journey with my faith. I accepted God on a missions trip back in middle school, then proceeded to turn away from him and had some dark teenage years. But I found my way back thanks to this church. This place and these people have shown me time and time again the love of God and in so many ways, and I am beyond grateful for that. 2019 is kind of when my, <coughs> sorry, when my life really started changing. That's when I found my passion for preteens. Uh, I've worked with them since and have loved every second of it. I've learned a lot from the kids I teach, and I am thankful for each of them and to be a part of their own faith journeys. Okay, fast forward to this year. This year has been one of the best, difficult, and most fulfilling years of my entire life. I have been challenged by God in so many ways. He has put me in so many different situations where I have had to learn and grow and pushed out of my comfort zone, which I like very much. And I have been blessed with amazing, impactful new friendships and a, an amazing mentor or spiritual teacher. And I have learned so much from all of them in just a year's short time. So today I am standing here ready to give my entire life to God. Um, I am very grateful to be up here standing in front of you with other believers, with some of the kids I am teaching and have teached, and I am ready to see what he has for me as I actually become an ordained pastor in the church of God. So I am ready to go all in. just file down. This will be the, the order that you'll be baptized in, so stay in this order. Haley, you'll go first. You'll be baptized first. Okay. So they're going to walk down to that baptistry and hang on there for a second, and if I could have Baron McKnight, Elizabeth Barger, Jenny Hunt, Vince Blazer, Maddox Munoz, Carolyn Knox, Daniel Osh, Deborah Moore, Debbie Moore, and Lily D'Angelo. Yeah, come on over here, Baron. So we got room for everybody. If you can kind of stay in that order, I was reading your names. I think we all. Uh, my name is It shouldn't have. It did. There we go. Hi, my name's Baron. I grew up a Christian, but as I got older and got into high school, I started to turn away from God and chase with everything the world had to offer. 
This led me to have no peace or purpose. I couldn't figure out what was missing because I felt like I had everything. In early August, Jesus came into my life, touched my heart, and saved me. The first time I felt God's presence, I immediately knew it was everything I was looking for. Jesus has completely changed my life and gave me a whole new outlook on life. I'm getting baptized today because I want to leave my old self behind and live 100% for Jesus every single day. Hi, I'm Daniel Osh. I've always known Jesus because I have grown up in this church. Last weekend at OSYC, and I felt God talking to me during one of the worship services. Pastor Stone spent time talking with me and praying with me. That changed my life. Now I know that I have God to guide me every day of, of my life. I am choosing to be baptized because I want to let my church my church family know who I am and who I'm am following. All right. Hello, I'm Jenny Hunt. I was baptized before, but it meant nothing to me. I was always felt fake. But now as I'm older, I can feel God working in me eternally. God has opened up a door as I'm learning to love God more and the people all around me. God wants me to be baptized because he has a new creation in me. The old has passed away and the new has become. I am a child of God and I accept his salvation by dying on the cross for me. Protect me, O oh God, I take refuge in you. May the words from my mouth and the thoughts from my heart be acceptable to you. You are my rock and my savior. Oh, that's a lot of eyes. Um, before knowing Jesus, my life was a mess. I would always skip church and not want to go either. I became a Christian when my mom made me go one day, and I heard a story from Colin and Christina. And it was Jesus doing something amazing. And something just clicked, and I wanted to keep coming to church. A difference that following Jesus has made is that I can turn to him for help whenever I need it. I am being baptized because I want to take the next step with Jesus. Hi, my name is Caroline Knox, and lately I wasn't having a great connection with God and Jesus, and I wasn't putting my whole faith in them until OSYC. It was my first time going, and it's the most amazing experience I've ever had. On Saturday night during worship service, we were singing a lot of songs. Around the fifth song we sang, we had a silent praying moment, and all of a sudden, I started to realize I hadn't put my whole faith in God, and I needed to. So I apologized to the Lord for all my sins, and that I was ready to put my trust, faith, and life in Him. It was right then that I realized I was ready and needed to be baptized. So I'm right here doing it, and I'm proud of me, my very supporting youth group, and my amazing family. Hello, I'm Elizabeth. Um, there were many years I walked without Christ until it finally hit me that I was wandering with no purpose. I, become, I became full of anxiousness and worry. I finally became a Christian when my sister invited me to church with her, and it started as a good way to spend time with her, but that rapidly turned into me craving to spend more time learning and building a stronger connection with Christ. 
I've noticed a tremendous, tremendous change in my spirit in this time. I feel more present and connected in life so that I can appreciate all that God has built and to spread the love that he has for me to others. I wanted to be baptized today to show Christ that I am here for him and to renew my spirit with faithfulness. Good morning. My name is Vince Blazer, and uh, I am thrilled to be part of this youth movement today. <laughs> it's awesome. <clears throat> and uh, one other item, this is the last blue shirt that I will be wearing this week. <clears throat> My story spans six decades, so give me a little uh, 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 extra time here. Summer of 62, baptized as an infant in the Catholic Church. Uh, back then, I had a full head of hair, and there were less people uh, at the ceremony. <clears throat> the Catholic faith provided a good foundation as far as uh, the Trinity and, and the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. Uh, 1980, uh, began at OSU, attended Mass at the Newman Center, on an as-needed basis, before exams, finals. Uh, my mom said it'd be a great place to meet good Catholic girls. <clears throat> and always, always we'd go to Mass uh, the Sunday uh, of this week, Michigan week. Uh, in uh, 1987, I married a good friend, Lori, from high school, who was a non-Catholic, but a good Christian girl. And I would think that after 35 years and two weeks, you could consider her my BFF. Uh, 1990, I uh, went to California to spend time with my sister and her new husband, and we learned about a deeper and more personal relationship with Jesus Christ from her. And before we left, she said, now you need to find a church and make sure it preaches the Bible. And I'm thinking, don't all churches preach the Bible? <laughs> you know? Uh, 91, we found Meadow Park, and Jim Cook, who we saw on the video earlier, he was the very first person who greeted us when we walked in the first day. Uh, I met Dick Thatcher and many other Christian men. Uh, 95, attended Promise Keepers in Pittsburgh and accepted Christ for the first time there. Today, uh, I've run out of excuses not to get baptized. Uh, none of my excuses hold water anymore. <laughs> if you look at my family, my childhood, uh, my friendships, all my blessings, God's fingerprints and grace are found all over my life. Recently, I've thought a lot about what outward signs are there that I am a Christian. And I heard once, if I was accused or arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict me? We would all want to be found guilty, right, and to be convicted. What's interesting is that the other definition of conviction is a strong belief or opinion that requires no proof or evidence. While the Bible provides a lot of proof and evidence for Christ, we as Christians are still required to believe in things and places we cannot see. My taking this step of faith is not about me or making a case for or against me. I'm not doing this because I think my life is going to get easier, but I, rather I do it because I know life can be difficult and that hope is often needed. 
for me and the others standing here today, this is all about making a case for Christ in hopes that others will witness and choose to follow. Hi, my name is Deborah Moore, and what my parents taught me about God is that he loves me and cares about me. And what I love about God is that he sent his son to die on the cross for all of my sins, and he gave, he gave me a wonderful family. He is changing me, and he gave me a new life. Hi, I'm Lillian, and I'm so excited to get baptized today next to my friends and with my family watching. Before Jesus was in my life, I felt somewhat empty. I always knew God, and I grew up in church, but I never really knew him. A big part of how I got to know God is going to a Christian school. Ever since I started going there, I've been going to church every Sunday when it used to be just like when we felt, just when we felt like getting up early. Now that Jesus is in my life, I feel complete. I'm getting baptized now because I think God is calling me closer to him. Can you make sure everybody gets in that order? Okay, you guys can come down here, get down there. Awesome. As we get ready, as we get ready for the baptisms, um, I just want to pray for those being baptized just real quickly while they get in place. Father, we just pray a special um, anointing and blessing on these that are taking the step of faith and, and entering into baptism. We pray um, for the Holy Spirit just to be poured out in their lives and in their hearts. We pray for your strength and support and encouragement, for your comfort and your peace, for um, the courage that they need to take this stand for you and to live for you. God, would you just be with each one of them? Would you hold them close and let us celebrate together this new life that we have in you? Amen. each other for about since third grade played basketball together believe it or not I used to play but we went through middle school and high school and you watched Jesus transform my life and now I get to watch him transform your life and I'm so honored Amen. to be a part of your story so upon the, the upon the proclamation of your faith and I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit of your faith, it is my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
and my privilege to, to know you, to walk alongside you, and to be um, in this moment of your baptism. So upon your profession of faith, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. <laughs> Anaya, upon the proclamation of your faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. things together. Upon the profession of your faith, all right, I baptize you, my whole hold <laughs> I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. profession of your faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Vince, I've known you a lot of years. It's an honor and privilege be here and to baptize you today. So in the profession of your faith in Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Okay. Adele, it's an honor. In your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Holy Spirit. On your profession of faith, and I get to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So excited to be able to do this, Caroline, and to be able to walk with you over this um, the next couple of years that you're in youth, but. 
It is my pleasure to baptize you in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. profession of faith in Jesus Christ that I get to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Daniel, what a long journey you've been through at such a young age and it is my privilege and honor to baptize you in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. said it's upon your profession of faith that I get to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Deborah I'm proud of I'm so proud of you being your dad that I get the opportunity to baptize you Deborah, I have some things to say to you. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died on the cross for all of our sins, and that he's seated at the right hand of the Father? Because of your confession, I can now profess your faith by baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and you will continue to grow and be renewed each and every day in your love for Christ. Water's already warm. Who else is getting in? We got one more. We got Lillian. <laughs> 